This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everybody, welcome to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with my son, Anthony Ray. First and foremost, we want to thank our producer, Mark Winter, for giving us the opportunity. In this segment, we're going to be talking about the ungroomable dog. We get this question a lot, guys. We get, you know, people saying, I brought my dog to the groomer and they can't groom my dog. We're going to talk about some possible solutions. Uh, We also got some more shout outs today. And uh, by popular demand, we have our funny comments segment. that and much much more when we come back on groomer humor does your dog itch scratch stink or shed like crazy come to dynavite for help order a 90-day supply of dynavite dynavite is nutrition pick up two bottles of lico chops get the third bottle free new improved lico chops with omega-3 omega-6 vitamin e and now six extra direct fed microbials even better for the digestive tract and immune system try lico chops buy two get one free at dynavite.com d-i-n-o-v-i-t-e.com let's talk pets on petliferadio.com And welcome back to Groomer Humor. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with Anthony Ray. Guys, this show is being brought to you by Pets Are Kids 2. Go to save a pet at petsarkids2.com. Use promo code PET15 and receive 15% off your purchase. Send a picture of your pet with a purchase bottle, and Pets Are Kids 2 will donate to a pet with cancer. Again, guys, that's Pets Are Kids 2. Use promo code PET15 and receive 15% off your purchase. Oh, man, guys, what a great show we have today. We want to give a special shout out to Michael the Underdog tuning in to our Grooming by Rudy channel on YouTube. Michael the Underdog from Australia, good eye mate, and to all of our brothers and sisters in Australia. Michael, you two are my hero. Uh, great, great uh, energy coming to our YouTube channel. Ah, so what else we got, man? We got, uh, and I heard this in the news uh, today. This, this was really interesting. They did a study and uh, they found out that men that were married had less body odor than single men. I know you were not in that study. You were definitely not in that study <laughs> because you're married and you stink, man. Thanks. But, uh. But yeah, the reason for that, though, was they show (laughs) single men showed much higher levels of testosterone. And that was the reason for, you know, the yeah, the smell. Well, that explains why you might not smell as bad, because you definitely have low level testes. Right. Yes. My Yes, that's true. (laughs) Yes, I have. My testes are very, very low level. Yeah, basically not even registering on the uh, the testy meter <laughs> on the old uh, on the old testy meter. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, well, that's an interesting study, I guess. Uh, well, there's your choice, ladies. Those are your choices. You got some testosterone that comes with uh, some stench, 
or no testes and smells like fresh linens and sparkles and cupcakes up up to you you got testosterone man who smells like sulfur or no testosterone man who smells like like apparently my dad like cupcakes yeah cupcakes cinnamon <laughs> cinnamon but cinnabuns cinnabuns just cin- but I, I thought that was an interesting study, though, because uh, they're doing a lot more things like that, like, you know, what attracts men and women and, you know. Oh, I see videos yeah, like just all the time. Isn't that weird? Right? Like yeah. you go to YouTube and, you, you know, you know, 10 ways to attract the female, you know, yeah, 10 ways right. to, to not attract the female. And right. I, I mean, my ways are over, you know. Are they? You know, I was never I wasn't that guy with with a rap. You know, I was always <laughs> yeah, me you know neither. Saying? I, I always got real nervous around girls, yeah. you know. And I, I would like in my mind, I knew what I was going to say. But when I got up to the girl, I'd always go like, you know, how's it going? <laughs> How you doing? You know, my name is Eugene. <laughs> you know, that, re- that reminds me of that scene from uh, the movie Weekend at Bernie's when uh, he's trying to say hi to the girl, Gwen, in the office. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he, mm-hmm. it, all he could get out is, my grandmother is very sick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you some got guys got conversation. Yeah, yeah, some guys got the rap, man. Not some me. guys got it. Some guys don't. I do the, you know, I, I, I used to. I, I don't anymore, obviously. But I, I used to do the whole thing where I think I'm looking way sexier than I am and i'm just trying to give some looks and really i'm just coming off as a real creepy prick in the corner <laughs> staring at you you know exactly. and it's like yeah I'll, you know what yeah you're giving her you know bug eye look and you think that you look like brad pitt but really yeah. she's got you know 911 on speed dial she'll be looking over her shoulder for you on her way back to the car <laughs> yeah you look more like armpit yeah <laughs> That's clever. That was good. <laughs> <In our face. laughs> I, I'm always like real self-conscious on the beach, you know, because I got, I got, you know, I'm walking around and, you know, I got the big varicose vein coming through, you know what I mean? Showcase them, <laughs> man. Showcase them. <laughs> no, like I always stick my right leg in the water, you know, like, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I'm half in, half out, you know, yeah. I'm showing the good leg. I don't want, you know, don't look at the varicose vein. <laughs> <laughs> How come that guy dug a hole and only buried one leg? <laughs> is he okay yeah, is that guy okay oh that's and, sad and why is he trying to talk to those girls at the same time <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, it's yeah. it's the one good thing i love about winter is that you know you could cover yourself up <laughs> yeah know? yeah summer times in new jersey are tough everybody's oh. white mm-hmm yeah, the the worst thing that happened to me last year, I had gained some pounds uh, over the summer and uh, we had made plans to go to the beach. So I didn't think ahead and I assumed that the tiny bathing suit I had bought for myself the year prior would fit me perfectly. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't until the morning of where I went, oh, yeah, bathing suit. Right. And I put it on and it's just, I, man, I, muffin topping would be an <laughs> understatement. And now no, I got to no. own it all day. Right. Now you're sporting the Euro Speedo. Yeah, exactly. And it's not meant for that. And here's the thing. When it fit me, it was too short. Now it doesn't fit me. And I, so on top of being in severely uncomfortable all day, I was just it was one of those days at the beach. Where, you know, I'm just hiding in the tent. <laughs> I'm you just going to lay hiding. down. Yep. I'm going to lay down on my stomach for sure. You know, just to hide. I'll, oh, it's too hot. All right. And then I sprint into the ocean to cool down and sprint back so nobody sees me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's that guy you know, doing? cover up with a towel yeah is that guy in some sort of triathlon right now what is he doing he's doing sprints he's doing what are they called suicides where you go back and forth 
you know. <laughs> Why is he running back yeah. to his umbrella so quickly? Right. Wow. <laughs> and then he keeps putting on a jacket. <laughs> right. It's 90 degrees out. Why is he wearing a, why is he wearing a coat? Yeah. Wow. And zipped up. That's going to be oh. tan. Oh man. <laughs> anyway, right. let, let, All right, let's we have a dog podcast. We have a dog podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's get to that. Stop talking about our personal lives here, <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah. Guys, we get this question a lot. Like, you know, uh, is your dog ungroomable? We get so many comments lately on our YouTube channel where people are saying, well, I brought my dog to the groomer. They said they can't do it. Uh, It's just an ongoing problem that we're going to try to address. And there's no easy answer to this one, guys. So, um, you know, we're kind of going to give some suggestions. But in the end, you know, there still might be the uh, last resort. But we're going to go over some things again it's a common question. Uh, the groomer can't do it uh, for whatever reason. Either, either the dog moves too much or, or he's trying to bite or he's way too stressed out, anxiety, uh, etc. Like he's just barking. He just, he just is not taking to the grooming at all. Okay. We get this here, you know, and I mean, from time to time, uh, at least uh, once a month or always, we get an ungroomable dog, you know, and, it, and it's, it's a problem, you know, pretty often it's unfortunate, but it is yeah. pretty often. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And here's the thing. You never know. All dogs are different. You can get the cutest dog in the world, but, and he's really, really good at home, but he just hates the grooming. One of the things we could try to do is find a groomer who's really willing to uh, work with your dog and do it slowly, kind of like in parts. You may have to bring the dog in two times a month just for the groomer to do small things and break the grooming process down a little bit like maybe one day you bring him in and he works on the face you know you bring him back two weeks later and you know maybe we can achieve a bath and uh, achieve the nails on the next grooming because the more that's expected of the dog uh, the, the less he's taking to the grooming but again if you find a groomer that's willing to do that and take this kind of time out on your dog, you could also expect to pay more because uh, most groomers will have to put aside another grooming that they can get through in a day for your dog that is uh, that you, they're working in parts. Um, well, the so. same principles apply, for example, when you're going to get a big tattoo, a big piece. You know, the tattoo artist yeah. has to, first of all, you have to have an actual tattoo artist depending on the piece that you want. And they have to do it in sessions because, like you just said, they're going to have to, it's going to take a while. They need the time to do it. So they have to push aside other customers to get it done. Uh, all that. It's the same thing. You have to wear It's the same principles apply. You have to do it in multiple sessions. So they got to work with you. You got to work with them. Your groomer is your tattoo artist. It's your artist. <laughs> The True. No, the one who has to work with you. Yep, that's a great analogy. It's just going to be more work. So yeah, right. but another another thing that we could also try to do is there's a lot of holistic remedies coming out there. And and speaking of pets are kids too, they actually put out a uh, a calming treat. It's a it's called a premium pet calming bites. And a lot of people are using this new tactic. I don't I don't know if it's new really. It's um, just supplements that will help calm the dog down. You know, when you look at some of the ingredients in the supplements, you know, you got like, uh, you know, valerian root and, and chamomile. And, you know, these things are kind of known to help calm dogs down, people down too. Of course, we all know certain things will help you sleep better, like the valerian root and all that. So again, it's another possible way that we could address the issue, maybe uh, giving some treats, calming the dog down prior to a grooming, you know? 
So yeah, I, I, I kind of like that. Absolutely. And that speaks volumes of PetsOrKids2.com because to put out these products like that, it, it's basically you're really covering all angles there. You're, they have so many things. They have the, you know, the shampoo, the itch stuff, the um, supplements you just mentioned, the calming pills, all that stuff. So it's good. definitely um, another shout out to PetsOrKids2.com. Once again, just make sure go head over to their website, PetsOrKids2.com. Use code PET15 for 15% off your order and a lifetime money back guarantee. If you buy a product and email them a pick of your pet with the bottle they'll reply with a pick of your pet they donated to from your sale uh, a pick of the pet that they donated to with the sale and uh, definitely check them out petsorkids2.com don't forget pet 15 promo code for 15 percent off yep yeah i like that and even if you're not using a supplement or a treat or anything you might want to work on calming your pet down as far as environment and everything like that. Like uh, the last thing you want to do is rally your dog up right before you bring him to the groomer. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, hey come on, you know, go out there, you know, and, and, and you know, roughhouse with him. Come you know, on, and, Sparky, oh, let's wrestle. We're going to the groomer. And now we're going to the... Let me get you in a headlock before we bring you to Rudy. <laughs> exactly, you know. Now I got to work on that dog, right, you know, that, right. you know. You just threw around the backyard for a half an hour. Um, you know, well, I so. love him. He likes to play. <laughs> yeah, especially right before I bring him to you. Especially <laughs> right before he has to stand still. <laughs> I like to get you him know, real energized. Yeah, you might want to take a different approach on that and make sure that he... <laughs> I'd like to get him hyped up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Boss him around you know, a little bit. Uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, make uh, make sure that he goes to the bathroom and pees and tries to poop prior to bringing him to the groomer and uh, maybe just comfort him a little bit. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, you know, don't exercise him or anything like that, but definitely try to keep your dog as calm as possible prior to a grooming. So uh, here's another thing is we have to, as pet owners, we've mentioned this many times, is if you're going to purchase a dog, especially a high maintenance dog or adopt a dog, you definitely want to acquire some grooming skills. I'm sorry, but like, you know, you wouldn't buy a car and not, you know, had a washer car, you know what I'm saying? You have to kind of put air in the tires and things like that, you know, maintain your car. Same concept, guys. If you have a dog or you purchase a dog or adopt a dog, acquire some grooming skills, at least brushing and bathing and ear cleaning. I mean, uh, you got to learn something because what you do at home is really going to determine and how your dog does at the grooming shop, you know. Yes, so. that, and I'm glad. Here's the thing: there's this day and age, there are way too many books, videos, stuff like that online, where it's almost you have no excuse to not at least know a little something, or at least try to learn a little something. Just read a little bit, or watch some videos that we put out, or that other groomers put out. Just learn a little bit about it. Whether you're able to achieve it yourself, you'll be able to have a better relationship with whatever groomer you have if you know at least a little bit what you're talking about, and then you'll see where they're coming from if there's ever a up or something like that. Learn as much as you can about it. It's not just buy a dog and here we go. There's a lot of responsibilities, different responsibilities and layers, you know. Exactly. And, and like you said, you know, there's so much information and uh, a lot of people are resorting to the do-it-yourself, you know, concept, which I love. And again, if you guys are interested, 
Check out our videos on YouTube. Go to Grooming by Rudy, and we got a host of videos that you know might help you guys out. I mean, we sh- we're showing nail clips, pad cleaning, ear cleaning, bathing, you name it. I mean, we have it up. I mean, we got like 120 videos up right now. So check us out, Grooming by Rudy on YouTube. Another thing, when you are searching or uh, for a dog or uh, doing your research, if you can't afford or you don't have the means of grooming your dog try not to pick out a high maintenance breed you know there's so many low maintenance breeds out there that you could acquire without having to worry about grooming Uh, a lot of people will go and they'll purchase a dog because the dog is cute and it's fluffy and it's hairy but they won't think about grooming grooming should be one of the first things you think about when getting a dog if grooming's not in your budget or you just don't want to be bothered with having a dog that requires a lot of grooming listen you know rescue a pit bull there's tons of pit bulls out there that need rescuing french bulldogs labs pugs go for your lower maintenance breeds that you know don't require a, a lot of grooming and uh, you and even the little bit they do require you might be able to do at home You know what you do? If you're looking to get a dog, go to a groomer and ask them to recommend something to you. Yeah. It's not to bring up the mechanic thing again, but if you're looking for a car and you have no idea what to get, wouldn't you stop by a mechanic? Maybe, or or at least a friend who knows a lot about cars, pick their brain a little bit about it. I guarantee you, if you walk into a grooming shop and say, hey, my daughter wants a dog or I want a dog or whatever the case may be, can you recommend a breed? I guarantee you the groomer will most likely ask you right away, all right, well, what's your budget? Depends on what you want. If you're very well off and you have the time and the effort and you have time to put the effort in, then by all means, you get a hairy dog if you know how to take care of it and you have the money to take care of it but if you don't definitely want to go lower lower maintenance i mean pugs are other than the fact that they hate their nails being clipped pugs are (laughs) one of the lowest maintenance dogs ever exactly god and that is is that weird every single pug hates their nails being clipped yeah well yes most of them (laughs) most most of them (laughs) not not all of them but I, i you know I haven't met one that isn't a challenge. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you know, you know. Don't I clean uh, that up rather nicely for you. <laughs> <laughs> but not. Well, not they, they sing- all hated it actually. Like most breeds don't like it, but yeah, but yeah. Pugs, pugs, pugs stick out because I always like. I always feel like most pugs for some and, reason. And they they make up for in other ways because oh, they're the, yeah they're the cutest breed alive. We love pugs. Smush face smush face pugs but yeah so again like a lot of times people will go out and they will get like a golden doodle or a labradoodle Mm. you know dogs that are just super super high maintenance and you know yeah they're cute when they're three months old but you know a year later that dog is you know now you have a 90 pound hairy monster (laughs) running around your house and you know let's bring him to the groomer oh he needs a grooming Guys, listen, it doesn't really work that way as we're learning and and as we most of us even know at this point. One of the things is you have to start them off very, very young. Uh, Rule of thumb is about four, five months tops. And uh, you were mentioning before the show, Anthony, that, you know, a good idea is to, um, what would you say, like bring them in for visits or whatever? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that before we started uh, recording today. A lot of times, and it's a very smart thing to do. One of our customers or somebody or even just random people, they'll buy a puppy and they'll call us with the cardinal question of how soon is too soon to get him groomed, blah, blah, blah. So we answer all that. Uh, I think it's usually about four months in, right, Dad? Four months. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't yeah. you don't want to do it too late. And you don't want to do it too early either. Right. 
And uh, but then we always say, why don't you bring the puppy in, you know, during the day uh, when we have 10 minutes and just let us spend a couple of minutes with it. No grooming, no nothing, but let him come in, see the shop. Let's put him on the grooming table. Uh, let's let him sniff around. Let's let him play. Let's let him lick us. Yeah. You know, you know, puppies are so yeah. affectionate nine times out of 10. So let's spend 10 minutes with him because. Then in a couple of weeks, when you come in for his first puppy cut, he's going to remember where he was, and he's go and he's going to consider it a good experience because we didn't groom him or anything the first time, and then we break him into it a little bit, and that go I've seen it go a very long way just by having a little visitation before any grooming happens. Puppy's just going to sort of think of the grooming shop as oh yeah I go there I get pet a lot and yeah. uh, you know and it'll, they like it'll, it'll, yeah they like me it, you know they'll learn you know, they'll learn right. the rest of the process you know most do anyway um, but that's yeah. oh that I've I've seen that. I've seen that go a long way, especially with like these dogs that that need right. major haircuts, like Havanese. Whenever somebody sure. that we know gets a Havanese, which is one of the highest maintenance dogs you could get, pretty much, we tell them right away, you know, bring the dog in so we can say hello. And <laughs> that's a dog Absolutely. that needs to, as it grows, it needs to be very still, and it has to. It's a big grooming process, so that helps sure. a lot. That helps a lot. Yeah, uh, introduce them. Introduce us. Introduce them. Exactly. Yeah. So that the dog knows. Mm-hmm. Another thing that we mentioned earlier is, you know, do your work at home. Let's say you do have a Havanese or a high-maintenance dog, a Poodle or a Shih Tzu or a Lhasa Apso. What you do at home is really going to determine, again, what happens at the grooming shop. So if you get a high-maintenance dog, you really do have to invest in some grooming tools, get some brushes, brush your dog daily, check the ears, learn how to clean ears. Again, go to our videos. We show you guys how to do it. We do it safely, do it the right way. And, uh, you know, maybe elevate your dog, even crate your dog at home so that the dog gets used to being in a crate because when he goes to a grooming shop or a vet, he's got to be in a crate. So, uh, you know, you don't want to like unintroduce the crate and then have your dog grow six months later. And now when the dog goes to the groomer, he hates being in the crate. So again, it's what you do at home. Like, uh, I mean, you know, it's all preparation. It's just like a child. Like, you know, you usually trying to teach your child how to speak and how to say the ABCs before they even get into kindergarten. So what you do at home is really going to help your dog along in a grooming situation. So I remember when I was a kid learning my ABCs, I couldn't for the life of me remember how to put the damn Q. I, yeah. I, I really struggled with that letter. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh. I felt it, it was you know, time to finally admit that to the world. I don't like, it, I don't like Q. It kind of explains why your job is to scrub dogs' butts then. <laughs> <laughs> explains that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Valero, uh, he, uh, he, he's doing real good, but he, he just can't get the Q. Yeah. He can't get the Q <laughs> down. And you know what? It's a real easy one. It's a O with a dash in it. Um, I think your son is stupid. You <laughs> might have to scrub dogs for a living later. And he, he smells real bad, which tells us that he has very high levels of testosterone. Right. So. <laughs> They're doing studies. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was out of nowhere. Go ahead. <laughs> you made me think of it with the ABCs. I, I just remember yeah. struggling a little bit. I couldn't really get the concept. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get back. So another thing is I try to sway people out of bringing aggression out in dogs. Uh, it's one thing to play with your dog. There's, I'm not saying don't play with your dog, you know, uh, run around with your dog, play fetch. But sometimes, you know, people will 
they'll get a pit bull or a Doberman or a German Shepherd or or, or not even. It doesn't even have to be one of the more uh, working type breeds or guard dogs. It could even be a Shih Tzu. And, you know, you, you'll start bringing out this aggression and making them growl. And, and listen, here's the thing. Unless there's a reason for that, for example, a guard dog, a police dog, something like that, there's really no reason to do that. And I kind of try to sway people away from that. Not to say don't exercise your dog or give him a chew toy or something like that. But sometimes, you know, you'll have people grab the dog's muzzle and make them be aggressive. And, and so what do you think is going to happen when you bring your dog for a grooming and I need to grab your dog's muzzle to shave some hair off of it? What do you think is going to happen? You know, he's going to just, he's going to lunge for the clippers or my hand or my face because he's going to think, oh, time to be aggressive, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a big uh, concern of mine, I guess. Sure. Well, you know, for example, if you know a lot of the breeds you just mentioned, they love you know uh, tug of war. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you get a rope toy and you tug of war. Just uh, you know, let them win. Let them win. Yeah. You know, don't. You know, I see see people sometimes. You know, they're pulling them around the room and it yeah you know, it looks funny and everything and then you're getting the dog real riled up and everything. But dog wants the rope. Let them tug on it. Let them win. Let them win because you're just teaching yeah. them how to be aggressive and you're teaching them, you know, too much. Right. I'm not, taking this. I want this. Right. We're not talking about like that. We're talking about, you know, the people or the videos that you see that are actually like, you know, the dog is going into a frenzy where he's not even, he looks like a great white shark now. Well, you yeah, know they'll they'll see red just like people. Yeah. Do. He's seeing red and you're, you know, you're tapping into that conscious level of the dog. And now it kind of, you may have created a monster. So again, you just don't want to bring them to that level again, not to say don't play with your dog or don't have them, you know, you know, play tug of war, but stop, you know, uh, stop at a certain point where you're not bringing it out. Uh, don't not. play with your dog. Leave him over there. <laughs> Leave him over there. <laughs> See, that's going to be a comment section. I heard you guys, and I really hate that you said, don't no. play with your dog. <laughs> yeah, you know, you should burn. What? You should, yeah, no, yeah, he's kidding. <laughs> you guys are abusive. <laughs> no, you're so right, though. Here's the thing. There's no reason to teach your dog something that comes pretty naturally to them anyway. For example, I live with a shepherd, you know her, her name is Luna. She's beautiful. She loves everybody, loves everybody, loves people. She's always been around people. She's one of those rare cases who a dog who loves other dogs and loves people, but she is a shepherd. So whenever somebody walks by the house, mailman, very cliche, but it's true. She'll bark like crazy. She's protecting the house. She didn't have to be taught that. That's just no, how she it's is. Natural. It's very natural. She knows mm-hmm. me. She knows Jess. She knows everybody who comes over all the time. So she won't bark at them but you know sometimes a newcomer she'll bark a little bit she's a sweetheart anyway she's not going to hurt yeah. you but people she doesn't know when she's out front you know right. she'll bark she's protecting yeah. her owner it, didn't it, need to teach her that right exactly it comes naturally and and whether it's a german shepherd or uh, uh, you know even a bichon or a, listen these dogs are naturally protective you know some dogs are just overly friendly and they're you know they're so cute that they sure. wouldn't hurt you know they would show you where the where the safe is mm-hmm. uh, but listen with a breed like a german shepherd or a doberman or a Rottweiler, listen, you don't even have to train that dog to attack. No. Somebody will take one glance at that and they'll think twice about breaking into your house anyway. Exactly. So, but uh, yeah, dogs are just natural protectors. And uh, so you don't have to really teach it to them. Again, unless, you know, they're working dogs and they're guard dogs or police dogs, then it's a different story. But as far as the average pet, don't teach over aggression. But 
The last thing I want to get to is let's say, listen, none of it works, okay, which is the case a lot of times, guys. None of it works. I can't get my dog groomed. I have this big, crazy, you know, mixed breed with tons of hair. He won't let anybody touch him. Okay, listen, last resort, guys, you may have to bring that dog to the vet and have them put under anesthesia and shaved down once or twice a year. Again, it's not an easy thing. It's not something that is even real healthy, in my opinion, either. But if it's a dog that just is not taking to the groomer and won't let you do it at home, uh, again, I would try to do it myself, try to do it at home before you do that. But again, that's last resort thing. And this is with a dog that really, really needs grooming, a dog that mats easily or, you know, gets a lot of poop stuck to its butt or prone to ear infections. The dog has to be groomed. You might have to take that route and bring the dog to the vet, you know? It's unfortunate if it gets to that point. Right. It is usually avoidable. Sure. Obviously, you don't want it to get to that point. And likely, if you follow some of the stuff that we told you in the show, you'll most likely be able to avoid that. There's always there's always the exceptions, unfortunately, but we've seen it. We're able to do about 90% of the dogs that come through the door. So Sure. But like you said, that 10% is about once or twice a month where it's just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just, right, right. Like, we can't. Some, sometimes letting the dog mature a little bit and try again. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, you happened, know, try yeah. We do that a lot. Let's try it again. Let's try it again in next month. See what happens. Do this at home. Like a, a good groomer will give you like a job to do at home. Like I want you to focus on, you know, elevating the dog, getting a grooming table, maybe do some brush outs and bring them back in a month. Let's try again. Maybe he'll take to it, you know, but as a groomer also, there's that fine line. Listen, don't push the issue. If you know in your heart, this dog is just not taken to it. Just stop because there's no point in pushing the issue and stressing the dog out to the point where, you know, the dog may have a heart attack. I mean, you know, we've, We've gotten dogs that are get so stressed out where you just literally have to say, you know, enough. Let's put them back in the crate and call the call them. They have to come. You know what I'm saying? So as a professional dog groomer out there, you guys, you know what I'm talking about. If you feel in your heart the dog can't handle it and, you know, you think that the dog may be injured, stop working on the dog. Call the owner. That's my opinion on that, you know. so Yeah, that, you know, and. That comes with time. If, you, if you're new to grooming, you'll learn over time. You, you kind of tell pretty quickly um, yeah. if a dog is good. I remember uh, it wasn't very, it was a couple of years ago. You were amazing with this. I forget what breed it was. I think it was a golden or something. Yeah. It, the dog had anxiety and it didn't know who we were. They, they dropped the dog off and the dog was just going nuts. It was just getting way too stressed out. We couldn't touch him. Being a little bit aggressive, all of that. And, you know, you called the owner, obviously, just for the safety of the dog and everything, told me you had to come pick him up. But then you said, why don't we try again? And when they left, I remember asking you, I said, Dad, what, that, that dog was going nuts. What do you mean we're going to try that again? That dog's not going to let you do it. And you said, you said, listen, maybe not, but look around. We were really, really busy today. There was a lot of dogs here. There was right. a lot of noise going on. This dog has anxiety, and it's never met us before, and it's already set in its ways. So... I'm going to give it another try because I can tell the dog is actually really, really sweet. He's just scared. He's not aggressive. He's only being right. a little bit aggressive because he doesn't know what's going on. So I told her to come back next week. So 
maybe the dog will do a little bit better. And you were able to do the dog the next right. week. It was night and day because for whatever we, we you, it was less busy. I remember you said that you said, listen, we're, we're, we're less busy next week. Let's bring the right. dog back. There's only going to be two dogs here. The dryers won't be on. Um, right. They're feeding off the energy. And, and you, and, sure. but I remember you noticing, no, this dog is a good dog. I can do this dog. It's just, yeah. you know, cause it, you want to do it, you know, yeah, of course and, you and that's a great point to make again, to you professional groomers out there. If you are going to deal with a harder to handle dog, you know, uh, book them on a less uh, busy day, you know, so it gives you a little bit more time and, you know, freedom to work with the dog, you know? Yeah. You got to bond mm-hmm. a little. You gotta yeah. have a little fun too. Sometimes, you know, you see what I do. Sometimes uh, we have a black lab named Molly. I don't even put her oh. in the crate right away because she always drops no. off early. She's a great owner, one of our one of our best customers, one of the sweetest ladies ever. And and yeah, her black lab. She'll drop yeah. her off in the morning. We don't put her in the crate right away because there's no other dogs here. When she gets here, she just runs around. She hangs or, out. Or- or Emma, the little Maltese oh, that just gosh. lays on your lays oh. on your laps and falls uh, asleep. She puts me to sleep. <laughs> She's another one. Emma gets here uh, usually right when I'm in between like a bath, so I have like uh, you know ten fifteen minutes to hang out. And I I put her on my lap, and man, I wish I could just keep her there all day. She She's just so doesn't cute. move. I've edited videos with her on my lap because <laughs> yeah. she doesn't move. She doesn't move. She doesn't move. She just sits there. She's the cutest thing. Oh yeah. All right. So. Yeah, that about sums up that, you know, so, uh, you know, take advantage of some of the tips. Like I said, you know, last resort thing, you go to the vet and uh, see what they can do. But um, yeah, is your dog groomable? (laughs) We're going to talk about this again anyway. This is something that comes up so often where there's there's and and plus we'll always think of more stuff to more tips that can help you guys out. So. Yeah. And you know what, too? We're also constantly learning. If we learn anything, any, you know, if, if we have a certain dog that we figured it out, uh, figured out why, we're going to pass that along because, you sure. know, it might, it might relate to your dog at home. You know, you might go, oh my God, that's what my dog is afraid of or something. So uh, we'll get more into that in the future. And, and obviously this may go without saying, but just word to the wise, just the one last point here. If your dog is this severe of a condition where it just can't be groomed and and you're really struggling with it, please, just for the sake of groomers on this one, if a groomer is able to do it initially, please don't worry about what it looks like. If it was a success, great. That's all that matters. Just it'll help you guys too, because I understand you are paying money. You want your dog to look the way it looks, but in a case like this, Initially, if the groomer is able to be successful, just be thankful. Just, just do yeah. yourself, do yourself and the groomer that favor because maybe if a groomer's successful, you want to keep going to that groomer. Talk about how the haircut looks later. Maybe the dog will get a little bit better and a little bit better, and then it'll, you know, it's a process. But just, you know, sure. I, I thought that would yeah. be a good point to make. Sure, sure. So what it's else? Time to laugh. All right. I, I love this. <laughs> we just go. got Best these part of the show easily. <laughs> I, I love the. We kind of like always want to fast forward to this mm-hmm. part because we yeah. got our, our silly comment section here. So I'm a professional. I'll do this first one. Okay. <laughs> this one we just got in. It says, can you recommend a good groomer in New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah we could <laughs> i can see. think of two right off the bat right right, right right off the top of my head uh i think there's a father-son team who have a youtube channel that you're on right now 
<laughs> from New Jersey. <laughs> so yeah, we can. It's called grooming by Rudy. Yeah, it's called you know? grooming by Rudy. That you know the guys they have the they have the radio show on Pet Life Radio called Groomer Humor. Yeah, I think I think they do dogs. Yeah, so next time you're driving through our state with your dog in the back seat, you know, stop by. Yeah, you know stop by. <laughs> Groom by Rudy. Groom by Rudy, guys. So yes, we can recommend the good groomer in New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, yeah, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, got one here. Uh, I hear dude, this one. Yeah, this is <laughs> th this one. I thought was a joke. But it's yeah. not. <laughs> uh, it's it says I hear you guys talk a lot about dog anal glands. So far, so good, right? Okay, <laughs> right. Here, here comes the here comes the hammer. Do people also have anal glands, <laughs> bro? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, don't, like, I <laughs> here's the thing. We're 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 not even vets. So <laughs> I'm certainly not a doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure there's a, a gland in. I, I, it's got to have a gland, but yeah, it, I, no, I, I no, no, nobody's touching mine. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I don't know what. I, I mean, I know there's stuff up there that has <laughs> has jobs. I know you got a sphincter that does something. Yeah. Is uh, that maybe that's the gland? I don't. Is I, that a gland? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't know what a gland is. Really, <laughs> you know. I know dogs have anal glands, but I don't really know what it is. I just know you gotta get to get stuff out of it. That's all, <laughs> right? You know. So yeah, that's um, that's the we're dog groomers. We're not even vets, like you said. Right. So, yeah, I'm uh, not even a vet. So do people have anal glands? Ah, I sir, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like not, that's not a good be deleted, but yeah, because it is. Well, I don't know. It's it's a you know what? It's a question. I don't know if it's a good question. Uh, See, the thing is, too, I don't want to find out, like, you know, now, like, you know, you told me uh, last episode about, you know, nip it in the butt, you know, yeah. which I, I carried on for my whole entire life. I don't want to find out that we do have anal glands and they should be expressed every six months because oh, I've never expressed mine. Yeah. Like that's that's a problem. Well, it, it, at least this one, I'm right there with you. I have no idea, and now because of this guy, I feel the need to go get checked. You know, but <laughs> right. I don't want to sound like a fool. Hey, doc, can you check my anal glands? <laughs> Squeeze. Them. Imagine if imagine he goes, oh yeah, sure, no problem. Right, and then it, and then it works just like a dog. Can you imagine that? Jeez. So yeah. So uh, good question. Uh, just uh, I guess you asked the wrong people though. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe there's got to be a doctor out there somewhere. Um, yeah. Who check knows check out answer. some of the check out some of the vet shows and ask that comment. So, but yeah, I think anything that says anal in it is just funny to us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, you know yeah. anything. Is, I could be kind of anal sometimes. Yeah. You know. The glandy. I was always fascinated by the planet, like, you know, Uranus, you know, it's a f funny name. Are you six? Like, could, <laughs> it's just, I, you know, imagine, being, imagine being from that planet. Like, imagine if there was people on Uranus and you had to come to earth and go, yeah, where are you, so where are you from, <laughs> from Uranus? Oh, oh, this is so stupid because now you got me laughing at it and it's dumb. This is not even, imagine if you had people on Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> they got a big gland problem on uranus you know they're trying to trouble <laughs> this is like this was something that was said to me in like third grade and it was funny why are we laughing about it? it's so this is dumb this is we're capable of more than that uranus. yeah right 
Right. Oh. You ever been on Uranus? Like, it's <laughs> just like, it's just so, okay. Oh, man. But it's just, you know, what I think, I think that it shows God's humor. You know what I'm saying? When he was creating the planets, he was, you know, imagine what he's saying. I'm going to call you guys Uranus. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call this one, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Uh, so, well, that about wraps it up. Guys, um, th- thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Thank you. Yeah, this, so much fun with this. Yeah, this one definitely, we once again went off the rails a bit, but you guys definitely seem to enjoy it. So, um, yeah, uh, just thank you. Before we go, uh, I just want to remind you guys one more time. Petsorkids2.com, code PET15 for 15% off your order. Lifetime money back guarantee. Uh, if you buy a product and email them a pic of your pet with the bottle, they'll reply with a pic of the pet they donated to from your sale. So just one more time, check them out, petsorkids2.com. Don't forget, code PET15 for 15% off. Thanks so much for stopping by, guys. As always, we'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Comment, like, share, and subscribe. We want to hear from you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook. Follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure. As always, until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.